Imagine lowering your monthly health care bill without lowering coverage and with no deductibles. To compare coverage and rates, go to NationwideHealthSolutions.com. NationwideHealthSolutions.com. Welcome to the Coronavirus Update. I'm Jim Watkins. This report is brought to you by the friends at Siesta Key Florida Vacation Rentals. Your room is ready. Paradise is right there at SiestaKeyYES.com. SiestaKeyYES.com. So we're going to start doing a little bit different reports on the coronavirus update because there is so much data to mull through. And I do want to give you the immediate numbers. And then we'll go through some of the more hard-hit states and countries uh, to let you know where we stand in terms of mitigating the virus. also want to call attention to three studies that are now posted on our coronavirus, uh, candidlyspeaking.net webpage that have to do with PCR testing and what we are learning about the cases of coronavirus versus the deaths or fatalities that are occurring uh, at this time. So we'll get to all that on this update. Don't forget, all of this information is available to you on our website at candidlyspeaking.net. So first, we want to take a look at yesterday's numbers and see where we're at in totality. In the world, there have been 67 million coronavirus cases, just under 67.5 million total coronavirus cases that have been registered or detected since the beginning of when the first cases were detected almost a year ago in January in Wuhan, China. New cases as of yesterday, this is the number of new cases that have been tallied from testing, 536,274. That's from one day. And that includes anyone who has had a false positive or a false negative. They have been tested and they suspect they may be even asymptomatic. But 536,000 cases were reported yesterday. The total number of deaths around the world from coronavirus or COVID-related illness, and it's important to make the distinction because most World Health Organization records do not. So, for example, if you have pneumonia and you contracted COVID and you die, that is a COVID-related illness, and that makes up a, a large proportion of all deaths related to COVID. Usually it's not COVID itself, but it exacerbates a current con- condition like diabetes or uh, upper respiratory uh, illness, COPD, emphysema, people that are typically over the age of 65 who are susceptible to uh, to these other underlying conditions are exacerbated, and that's why we're having the high death counts. So 1.5 million total deaths from coronavirus since the beginning of January. New deaths in one day. This is how many people died from around the world that have COVID or COVID-related illness. 7,548. Now, let's take a look at the current number of people around the world that are considered in serious or critical condition from COVID-related illness. Now, it's interesting. In our last report, and this is very, very important, in our last report, which was six days ago, we reported to you that there were just a little over 103,000 people that were in serious or critical condition 
from COVID-related illness. Today, six days later, that number stands at 106,139 as of midnight last night. So in the last week, despite all the new cases, and there have been hundreds of thousands of them recorded every single day, just yesterday, over 530,000 new cases. How many people are actually seriously critical? 106,139, and that's around the world. Now let's take a look at some of the hard-hit countries in terms of total deaths and total cases. So first we'll break it down by the more important number, which is the number of deaths. So we know that the U.S. continues to lead in the number of deaths per day from COVID-related illness. The number yesterday we reached was 1,087. Mexico had 593 fatalities attributed to COVID. Italy reported 564. Russia with 457. Russia, by the way, announcing that they are going to be dispensing their COVID vaccine any day now. First, among them will be healthcare workers and those most vulnerable. That's occurring actually in Russia. In India, 374 people died yesterday from COVID-related illness. Now, these are the five top major countries, with the exception of Brazil, which is number six, that have been in the top five consistently now for months. So the numbers of deaths go, and they are steady. They don't go up. We've had only a few days in the U.S. where it's actually exceeded more than 1,500. In fact, if we go to the total deaths graph, we can see that yesterday and the day before we reached milestones. There were 2,921 deaths reported on Friday, and then on Saturday, 2,921, and then it dropped to about half today at 1,087. And the seven-day average now stands of total numbers of deaths in the United States at 2,260. And again, let me reiterate that the deaths are COVID-related. And why that's important is because COVID itself isn't what's killing people. It's the underlying conditions. And all of the studies that have been put out by the World Health Organization and the CDC uh, confirm that very statement. It's the underlying conditions. This is why a proportional number of higher or older uh, uh, people in general or people that are sick uh, or maybe susceptible uh, with weak immune systems are the ones that appear to be most deadly. So now we're going to look into the United States and we're going to take a look at what states are most hard hit by the coronavirus as of midnight last night. Number one is Illinois. They reported 99 deaths from coronavirus. Florida came in number two with 93 deaths in one 24-hour period. And Texas came in with 70, followed by Minnesota with 64. And then finally, California at number five with 55 deaths reported in one 24-hour period. Now, as we take a look at the new case counts, the number one state right now in the country, and this explains why they're having the serious lockdown measures put into place, well, they've recorded in just one day 28,371 new cases of COVID-19. That means 28,000 people went and got a test 
and those tests came back as positive for COVID. Doesn't mean they're even showing signs of, of sickness, but it does mean that they have COVID in their system. And it could be that they had COVID before or coronavirus and it didn't do anything to them. And the, the T cells are which leave the signature uh, that you've had coronavirus. Now, bear in mind, there are also other coronaviruses uh, that cause flu as well, lesser strains. But this is not distinguished in the PCR test. It only shows those who have tested positive for coronavirus. And that number in California is 28,000. Now, in Texas, that number is 9,451. So on Saturday or Sunday, 9,000 people took a test and showed positive for coronavirus in their system. Doesn't mean that that all 9,000 were ill. It doesn't mean that they're critically ill. It just means that just under 10,000 people went and got tested for coronavirus and they had a positive. Now, bear in mind that according to the CDC, the positivity rate or the accuracy rate of these PCR swabs is 62%. So that means it's 40% could be accurate or not. So if you look at the numbers of new cases, just under 10,000 in Texas, you can clear off 40% as being false positives. So the actual number in Texas may be more in line with 6,000 or 7,000. Now, it's interesting because we're going to look at Florida, which has been sort of the American Sweden, if you will, of the coronavirus, because we've had no restrictions other than what people put in place by their own accord. There are no county restrictions on masks, wearings. It's up to the businesses to determine that. And uh, the, the, the governor of Florida has been criticized. Now, if we look at the numbers of new cases, certainly we are experiencing uh, a very high rate of new cases in Florida. For example, on Saturday, we re- recorded 85, almost 8,600 new cases. Again, people who have tested positive for having coronavirus in their blood. And then the next day, which would have been yesterday, they reported 9,000 or just under uh, 8,436. So they went from 9,400 to 8,400. Now, significantly, that doesn't mean anything. It's just the number of people. It was a Sunday. Sometimes tests are held off until Monday and then reported. Uh, And that's because people don't work generally on Sunday. So things have to get processed has to work itself through the pipeline. But if you look at the total number of deaths, uh, the number 93. Yesterday, we had 121 people in the Florida who died from COVID-related illness. Uh, we seem to be hovering, according to the seven-day average, at about 92. Now, at our peak, which was back in August, we had 182 people dying on average per day. And we're down to 92. That's quite a difference. But if you go to the case, uh, if you're looking at the cases, we also had twice as many new cases being reported back in August. Twice as many cases, high death rate. Half as many death rates today and half as many cases. So despite the fact that Florida has been open, it remains consistent. We're not going over at least too often that triple digit death count. Now, bear in mind, these are also COVID-related illnesses. Now, Governor Ron DeSantis has declared 
that he is now going to require physicians, doctors, and testing facilities to list the PCR cross uh, uh, the CT, which is the cycle threshold. And that's how they measure how much COVID you have in your system or coronavirus or T-cell remnants in your system. So if they magnify the test, then they see a much lower viral load in your system, which means you're probably not asymptomatic. In other words, it's just a matter of increasing the magnification. That's what a CT does. And they do it through the amplification process. And, in, and what we've learned is that the new coronavirus cases are including everyone. They've lowered the threshold, as we've reported in previous uh, coronavirus updates. They've lowered the threshold across the country and across the world just to play it safe because they wanted to detect earlier corona, or cases of coronavirus earlier. And by, by lowering the threshold, it would be tantamount to lowering what we think of as the temperature for having a fever. Right now it stands at about 98.6. But if they lower that threshold to, say, 97.5 as being when people think they have a fever, that that brings in a lot more cases. So that's similar to what they're doing with PCR swabs and the amplification process and, 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 and raising the uh, what they call the CT, which stands, I think, at about 40, which is a lot of amplification. So what this, what's happening and what Ron DeSantis is getting to is if we don't know what the, the amplification number is, we don't know if that's an accurate case or a case where the person may just have a little bit of coronavirus, but the viral load is so low that they had to amplify the test in order to, de de uh, to detect it. So that's what's happening in Florida. So Florida is going to be this, the first state that will require testing facilities to identify what their CT level is and how much they had to amplify those tests to get those results. What we suspect will happen because of this and it will start happening across the nation as they show the CT and the amplification number, what you're going to see is a drastic drop-off of coronavirus cases that are much more in line with the number of deaths that we're seeing. Because remember, we're seeing 30 to 40% more cases, but the death rate has continued on a steady pace. Now, we know that, for example, let's go back to the global count. I want to kind of wrap this up with this edition of the coronavirus. Uh, we know that we've had, for example, the total number of people that have died in the world from coronavirus to this day or COVID-related illness stands at 1.5 million. So I want you to think about that number. We're almost a year into this uh, of dealing with COVID. Some now say that probably December or even November is when the first cases really began in Wuhan. So 1.5 million people have died from COVID-related illness so far this year. The number of deaths per year in the world is 55 million. And now I want to also take a look at uh, what kills us? This all comes from all, uh, the IMF, World Health Organization, CDC. And this is information that's easily available on our website. 
the number of people this year, again, let's put this into context with how many people have died from COVID. We're not diminishing the importance of treating COVID and finding a vaccine and doing what we can to minimize its spread. There's no question that people who are vulnerable should stay very far away from COVID. But 1.5 million people have died from COVID-related illness, which probably means less than half from COVID, more from other underlying diseases that were exacerbated by the COVID virus, which weakens the immune system to such a point that it creates an anti-immune effect where the body attacks itself and creates more uh, mucus in the lungs, with what they call a cytokine storm. So 12 million people have died so far this year from communicable diseases. 458,000 people have died from seasonal flu. Now that's lower than last year. Seven million children this year have died under the age of five. These are from all diseases. Um, the number of people that have been infected by HIV and AIDS is just slightly less than those who have been infected by COVID. Number of deaths this year from HIV AIDS is a little higher than how many people have died this year so far from COVID related illness. People have died the number of people that have died from cancer, 7.6 million this year alone. Malaria, 368,000 people have died from malaria. 6.8 million people are smoking a cigarette, at least one today. And 4.6 million people have died from smoking. 2.3 million people have died from alcohol abuse. And there have been just over... 1 million suicides this year. And finally, there have been 1.2 million road traffic accident fatalities this year. So against the backdrop of the coronavirus, 1.5 million people have died this year alone from coronavirus or COVID-related illness. We have to remember that even though the number of cases has risen exponentially, showing the, the sure spread of SARS-CoV-2, the numbers of deaths are consistently at about the same or statistically about the same as they, as they were one, one week ago. And that is your coronavirus update. I hope you have uh, fi found this information to be useful. Uh, again, I encourage you to go to our website, which is candidlyspeaking.net. We post articles all the time, and we also have every single podcast, so you can even go back and listen on a specific day and uh, find out what we were doing, say, six months ago, or even back in March when we first started doing these podcasts. Uh, again, thank you for joining me. I'm Jim Watkins. This podcast brought to you by uh, Florida Vacations. Book your room now. Great rates. It is a beautiful place. You've got the Bayfront, which you're looking at an international coastal waterway and million-dollar boats going by while you can take a dip in the pool. You can bar you can fish uh, on the pier, which is literally 100 feet away from your room. Uh, it's the ground floor, and you're getting a rock-bottom deal. You've got a spa, a barbecue, a pier. You can eat what you caught while you're taking a steam bath after you jump out of the pool. And then when you're done, you and your 
lovely partner can go take a walk on the number one beach in America, which is Siesta Key. Paradise is waiting. Go online, Siesta Key, Y-E-S, dot com. And I'm Jim Watkins. We'll see you next time on your Coronavirus Update.